listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Twice upon a time there was a boy who died and lived happily ever after, but that's another chapter live from Homeowner Bray with dirty dollars and beauty parlors and baby bottles and bowling ball and parlors and street scholars. This major ran the culinary arts, you know, how to work the bread, cheese, and dough from scratch. But see the catches you can get caught. Now what you're selling, what you bought, now cut that big talk. Let's walk to the bridge see me halfway then you must see some chilling dead off in the pathway it's them poor babies slowly walking to the candy lady it's looking bad me some hope like the words maybe if or probably more than i hobbly when my turntables get wobbly they don't fall i'm sorry y'all i often drift i'm talking gift hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a uh, wednesday mm-hmm. so we come to the end of the uh the week kind of but i mean if you premium then not really and uh you know if you like um this is us and our new podcast this too much then uh definitely not the end of the week Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. like feel like i'm working working day and night these days uh so we did this morning pregame balls deep i have pregame out later this week but balls deep is out um karen and i on martin luther king day we didn't have a regular show but premium people got a review of um uh hidden figures where we had layla on special kids correspondent and my wonderful niece uh and we had a movie review of that um we also had a movie review of sleepless on sunday um and then thursday i'm you know knock on wood everything goes right i should be recording my insecure season one recap with nick jew and r to the edgy from what's the t that should be fun yeah that's thursday night and then friday of course uh me and bossy are gonna be recording this too much so it's like look man we grind okay i know who else and is giving y'all six shows a week seven that's seven for me that's well, seven days a week well, seven that i'm working shows for you but i'm talking about six shows for the nine oh yeah people. for just the regular folks <laughs> yeah. man so yep at any rate point is uh that we um we grinding out here mm-hmm. um so of course gotta give uh speaking of grinding gotta give uh the show up front this is the blackout tips find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews we promise to read them if we like them and they're nice uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored just actually brought to you by shadow dog productions of course we have a second audio album out it's called sunspot and uh the ratchetness you know make sure you check that shit out you know we appreciate everybody that loves that um and in addition to that tweet them at shadow dog productions if you followed them on youtube remember when they had a promotion right before christmas they said hey follow us on youtube and uh we'll give you a free audio play all you gotta do is tweet them at shadow dog prod they will send you the free audio play because they, they they people are they were just like that you yeah know? it's real good quality we had so much fun making that all right so make sure that you um you know make sure you guys do that we appreciate that um and of course the second sponsor is a little sponsor called adam and eve y'all mm-hmm. uh adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they are backing up that promise like you will be backing up that ass check this out go to adamandeve.com you can get 50 percent off of just about any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout that's a good deal in itself but that's not all 
backed by popular demand for a limited time only they're gonna give you the big o kit and i'm not talking about orlando jones Mm-mm. the big o kit is a kit that includes the exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator so you'll get a new way to get her off what girl wouldn't love that you'll also get your entire order sent to you for free listen i know they say girl in this copy but i say look y'all work that however you need to work it okay come on if it's two women two men if it's anything freaky going on you get to vibrating that stuff down there and see what happens um that's what i like to think taylor swift was talking about when she wrote shake it off <laughs> you shake it all the way off guys um and who wouldn't love that uh you also get your entire order sent to you for free so hurry take advantage of this limited time offer you can choose a new adult toy a naughty movie anything else lingerie condoms by the bulk it's getting ready to be cuffing season or it is cuffing season it's cold a lot of y'all gonna be shacked up with people because y'all don't have no options don't get them pregnant okay you don't want him to get you pregnant you don't want to be stuck so get y'all some condoms too you know and if you if it's not even pregnancy just you don't want to be stuck with h herpes for the rest of your life or that's hpv that's true you ain't got them but they stuck with you forever Mm-mm. get you that discount on them condoms y'all um and uh yeah so one night that those items are 50 percent off <clears throat> free shipping plus the big old kit all you gotta do is put in go tbgwt when it comes to checkout code uh at adamandeve.com just tbgwt all right um let's go ahead and talk about some news guys all kinds of news is happening today um i don't even know where to stay start uh i guess we'll just start with oh yeah we'll just start with some newsy news okay there's still all kinds of stuff happening um here's some terrible news new york corrections head defends chaining of rikers inmates to desk for seven hours a day last year rikers allen ended his use of solitary confinement for young adults though the alternative is not much better a report released last week revealed young inmates were to remain in their cells for 17 hours a day and chained to their desk with irons wrapped around their ankles for the other seven hours brian hampton i mean hamill board of uh corrections told ny1 the young adults at this point would prefer to be in solitary confinement than in this protracted restraint which is harmful harm humiliating right a hamel presented images of the inmates to the administration but the correctional commissioner joseph pont simply walked out of the meeting along with other riker staffers if you can't face what you've done maybe what you've done is wrong would you want to be treated like that the fact that you had to get up and walk out i mean look you know it's human inhumane right i i get that it's prison and i get that it's not gonna be ideal whatever imprisonment is because that's what imprisonment is it's not you can't just go out and do shit and do what you want all day i get that but chaining motherfuckers to a desk like it's some shit out of a roots or something that that can't be what the answer is no and it can't be what the law intended when they said you got to let them out their cells for seven at least seven hours a day it didn't mean let them out their cells and chain them to a desk no, I think that when it comes to prison and our prison system, a lot of people across the board 
even a lot of well-meaning people people uh that quote unquote feel like they never broke the law or quote unquote feel like they've never gone to jail uh feel like everybody that's in prison deserves the right to be there whatever they did they broke the law they didn't follow the rules they deserve the right to be there and whatever happens to them happens to them a lot of people feel like that and you go i don't feel like that but when we talk about it and we bring certain things up all of a sudden you can people's heart turn cold and you can kind of tell it from the way they're talking it's emotionless talking and the thing is when it comes to prison our prison system is locking up throw away the key and just don't never say nothing to them again we don't we don't rehabilitate in in our prison systems at all we uh we used to educate but they're slowly stripping a lot of that away um and the system uh because the people that are in prison are looked as a as a subpar class a demeaned uh uh, uh, uh lower than class lower than the quote-unquote normal citizen and so it's one of the things where if people are ignored enough they kind of go in the black market yeah we you quote unquote um don't think the prison system is a black market but it's free labor free slavery it's literally slavery a lot of companies outsource shit through them paying these people pennies uh, an hour to do the shit so that uh the cost of of shit won't go up and i think that uh they know that it's wrong they wouldn't want to be treated like that and i think but our society as a whole tells them it's okay and that's why they do it yeah as long as we can stigmatize going to prison as being less than human and not and not deserving human rights then people are going to be okay with the abuses to prisoners i mean the the fact of the matter is we do have laws and we do have policies and practices uh that instruct how to treat inmates like it's not like the the, you're supposed to be rehabilitating people you're supposed to be allowing them to re-enter society what about being chained i mean i know people make jokes about i'm being i'm chained to my cubicle all day but i mean literally what about being chained is teaching somebody that how to be human like what about being chained to a desk is teaching that person how to go back into society and be a reproductive member of society you know you're just and the sad part is with so much of prison being privatized at this point there's no incentive for them to teach people anything that will be a skill outside of prison because essentially it's better for them to have a high recidivism rate and that these people can't go out into the world and work and they have to come back because hey that's how we make our money um yeah so uh apparently uh hamill said she came forward with the information because i did not think the department of correction would cease this practice and i thought the public had a right to know just a week after the initial report pont came forward to defend the practice he told ny1 inmates are in restraints while they are at a restraint desk in level one because of safety concerns for staff and other inmates they typically are very violent they have either slashed or seriously assaulted uh officers others the not officers others uh new york department of corrections noted that inmates were allowed an hour recreation time where they were not chained while in the shower <laughs> well you because you can't like you literally can't if they could they would motherfucker they just said right. they can't because maybe the cuffs ain't waterproof i don't know someone makes some waterproof handcuffs they'll be locked up in there too and the hour of um the hour of uh of uh recreation time is pretty much something they also do with uh 
prisoners they put in solitary confinement they let them out in the yard for an hour because it's mandatory like they have to um but yeah they uh they are uh however zachary katz nelson of the legal aid society argued the practice is punitive he said people are are actually chained to it are actually chained to a desk they can't get up they can't walk around you are either in your cell or you're chained to a desk sarah kerr a staff attorney with the legal aid society called the practice appalling frightening and wholly inappropriate to our standards of decency and humanity right because at the end of the day nobody gives a fuck unless it's their family member nobody cares unless it's their daddy their brother their aunt their cousin their grandma nobody gives a fuck unless it's their family members because these people do have families that love and care for them love them even if they committed a crime people still love criminals okay people people still love criminals they can be mad and upset at what you did but they can say i still love you and i don't want you to get treated as a subpar human being uh new york mayor bill de blasio also backed the practice it's something that they have done recently and a reason why they need extra protection in the situation or why people around them needed that extra protection but it is from everything i understand far superior to a solitary confinement situation how is that and pont added you can earn your way out of that status if your behavior improves i don't know unless they're saying that these are like inmates that have done some something to have like proven themselves a danger to other people and that's why they have to do it but they didn't really seem to say that in this in this uh and that they earned this designation it sounds like they were mandated to let the youth offenders out of solitary confinement and they went well we got some shit for your ass we'll we'll get them out of the desk out of their cells for seven hours because we have to then we're gonna chain them to a desk now what you gonna do right uh chris christie is not gonna be joining donald trump in the white house and he said he had to turn him down because his wife wouldn't leave new jersey i don't believe that Mm, well i mean it is harder being a white man as a republican than it is being a woman so she probably uh runs things in his family and he didn't have a choice karen so it makes sense to me my question is how is he gonna be president because he was running for president so was she gonna say no you couldn't become president because i'm not moving to washington i'm my my guess is, your guess is good as mine can mm-hmm. how's he gonna be the president because ain't that what he was running for just like ben carson saying he wasn't qualified for any positions in the cabinet but he wanted to be president of the united states mm-hmm. yeah i don't believe you i don't believe you i bet she looked with like he talked about grab people in the pussies you will not be on his cabinet you better turn that motherfucker down that's what that's what his wife said mm. he done embarrassed you had you looking all crazy a lot, no, of, sir. a lot of people doing ass kissing for nothing right no it's not gonna benefit you speaking of ass kissing for nothing kanye west is not invited to trump's inauguration you don't say not just to not perform but even to watch that's understandable because trump wants a quote-unquote traditionally american inauguration so a white inauguration uh tom Bar- Bar- barrick isn't that ironic uh oh his last name is barack anyway uh chairman of trump's inauguration committee um he said this about Ye's potential performance no no kanye and donald are good friends donald is a great admirer of kanye as we all are but he is not performing at the inauguration this week he added a little racist sounding tidbit when uh 
oh wait let me see if i can play this i guess this is something that and they link to it on youtube a minute long the dress stores were overstocked with gowns on both coasts and the elitist coast today they're almost sold out all right what does that mean so hmm. you know the tide is turning nobody wants to admit it oh why is it taking so long standard emotions ran high it was a vociferous election and uh, now it's time for americans to unite we can be attacked from what's outside and instead of uh, being divisive, we need to be inclusive. So. Now, there's one celebrity I have to ask you about in particular. He said a lot of positive things about Donald Trump. You and I have talked about Kanye West before. Yes. But, you know, people have now said Kanye would, would maybe want to perform. Will he? No, we haven't asked him. I mean, he, he's been great. He's, mm. He considers himself a friend of the president-elect. But it's not the venue. The, the venue we have for mm. entertainment is, is filled out. It's perfect. It's going to be... Um, typically and traditionally uh, American and Kanye is a great guy we just haven't asked him to perform and we move on with our agenda mm. alright moving on with the agenda yeah which didn't involve your black ass sir yeah, he kissed that no, ass for Steve nothing Harvey, no none of them other niggas they went up there to talk to him kissed that ass for nothing uh, of course um, although Kanye won't be invited Chriselle Michelle is rumored to be attending and singing yeah, yeah i kind of hurt by that yeah not a fan uh, not of her doing that i like her music me and mm-hmm. your uh, mama a few years ago went to go see her perform live at the ovens auditorium and she puts on a great show she has a beautiful voice um so i'm a fan of hers but yeah yeah uh now from the jennifer holiday clap back it seems like people have learned to keep that shit quiet so her camp is not talking about it so right now it's kind of only rumors but apparently uh the new york daily news is reporting that a deal was actually reached day uh weeks ago and they had tried to have um her and uh jonathan McReynolds and ty tribbett perform and they were the same trio that sang at BET Celebration of Gospel. Um, and they were going to sing the song Intentional. Uh, oh, yeah, and Travis Green uh, was going to be there, too. But all of them backed out, except for her. Of, co- of course. They were like, no. Yep. Because it's toxic. You know, it's one of those things where Donald Trump has built, has built a reputation around being around celebrities. Um, but... You know, it's the difference between being around celebrity and you're not running shit. You know, people will tolerate you because if you're not running shit. You're not making laws. <laughs> so, no, you know, a lot of people go, I don't really care or give a fuck about what you say. But once you start running laws, once you start, you know, going up there talking crazy and shit like that. And, you know, you can actually change the world. People are like, nah, dog. And I think, in my opinion, Donald Trump felt like it was an insult for all his quote unquote celebrity friends to bag out because going there is like toxic for your career mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like no I will not do that 
because <clears throat> like all across social media people frying people for being on there some people you go okay yeah niggas didn't like you no way but you know for the bulk of people they're like nah i'm, I'm not doing that even um people that they normally use to actually reach out and book people they're like nah i'm not booking nobody for you because why would i do that and then i can't get them to go nowhere else, so i can't book anything else because my fucking career is over because of this shit like i have i have to make money beyond the inauguration whatever you paying ain't gonna be enough yeah but i guess some people make that business decision and for crochet michelle maybe she thinks it will be maybe she feels like the tainted just won't last or whatever i the thing for me and i and i really do mean this i i feel like this is going the same for boyle connor this is you know honoring strom thurman jesse helms like this is a historical moment people will look back on this moment in american history and this will be a time where everyone will swear they didn't uh they didn't fuck with trump and you're gonna be on record as somebody who did your the people visiting the trap tower you're gonna your picture shaking his hand is gonna be forever like uh people don't morally have that backbone you know uh there's a lot of people that have you know said and done some really questionable fucked up shit and at this point you almost have to wonder if they were angling for that attention at some point if they're gonna try to if they're gonna see more people act out and try to find ways because one of the things that it helps them do is like this anti-blackness where they can then blame black people like see y'all don't want us to do nothing and shit like that and i've seen people fall for that hook line and sinker so far like if one of their faves goes down there then all of a sudden they make an indictment on black people for not giving people a chance but what they won't admit is just this is one of my favorite people and i don't want you guys to not like them i want to still be able to like them even though i wouldn't have done what they did and what they did was fucked up but you can still like them no, nobody's stopping you from liking them but but you're gonna deal with people saying that that's fucked up that's you're gonna have to deal with that yeah so uh one legend to another uh cachette michelle going to sell out um and possibly end her career and anita right. baker is ending her career she is retired wow she's been singing for years uh anita baker is so old school man i used to remember as a a, a kid a lot of the old 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 school um singers uh my aunt used to play him in the radio all the time she had a burgundy uh what was that vehicle a burgundy taurus and yes as a kid i used to roll my eyes going oh my gosh not this shit on repeat again <laughs> you know because as a kid sometimes you don't always appreciate music and you don't appreciate people but as i got older i was like oh, okay she can really sing you know as i got older but uh yeah she she will be missed honey all, all the women that are in their like 60s and 70s they're gonna miss her honey that they were her you know at one period of time that was they beyonce yeah i always thought she was an angel and the best thing yet you know when i heard her music come on mm-hmm. yeah her remind me of sweet love yes her and uh dion warwick and all them old school singers yes I well, now that, that she's retiring it's no more tears so how many albums did she come out with Does uh, it say? a lot i don't know i don't think no one in the world could replace her though 
Mm-mm. uh she took to twitter this last week to put rumors of return to the music industry to rest a lot of rumors out there no tour no cd hashtag retire hashtag beach bum hashtag thank you jesus she then added <laughs> january 26th will celebrate my 59th b-day lord willing retirement was one of the many goals slash dreams hashtag such a blessing i still love to write and record music as part of my dna but i'm on a different road hashtag beach bum uh music lovers haven't heard new material from her since 2012 on Teresa's lately and later her single sweetest dreams but rumors uh circulated that she was expecting uh to respect the album only forever uh the date of that for the album however kept getting pushed back and it looks like now it will never happen well she always brought me joy mm-hmm. now i don't want to get caught up in the rapture but mm-hmm she definitely gave good love yes she did but ain't no need to worry she's gonna be on the beach y'all she's gonna be doing good okay mm-hmm. she no, gave us the best that she got and that's what i want to do you know giving you the best that i got baby come on karen sing with your body and soul yes talk to me she had that deep voice too uh, if i went too far i apologize i apologize yes all them old folks out there do know what i'm talking about uh brandy apparently was spotted at a scientology uh fund at the 2006 car crash it's just now coming up one more time brandy mm-hmm. the singer yes was spotted at a the just recently spotted at a 2006 uh scientology uh fundraiser leah remini uh is a person an actress who's been doing scientology in the aftermath a docuseries on a and e uh exposing the church to millions of organizations uh as an organization of the scary history um well somebody took a screenshot and found that in one of the screenshots of uh you know this fundraiser brandy was in it clapping in the front row during scientology event for the new docuseries and it was definitely her she basically joined the uh church back in 2006 following a tragic car crash crash that left the other driver dead brandy then disconnected from scientology in 2009 claims radar if you remember uh uh who reported this hold on let me make sure i think it was radar oh bossip oh Mm, gone bossip uh if you remember uh we reported that brandy went to church to the church seeking spiritual advice but denied becoming an official scientologist she posted this message just a week ago about her faith and it was it was um let me just find my uh it was just a picture that said god and it was a long ass like i believe in god um, a bunch of words up underneath it yeah, yeah nobody ever reads mm-hmm. might as well said i'm not a scientologist at the bottom uh but it was she says from prayer to performance to be effective prayer must be affirmative but it is not enough merely to affirm the presence of god we must add to this realization the thought the divine intelligence is acting in and through us now prayer is not a wish wishful or wistful longing nor is it an escape from objective reality to become lost in our prayers might give us an unconscious desire to escape 
the activities of life therefore we affirm that divine intelligence not only knows what to do but also impels us to act on its knowing i hand my life and affairs over to the divine intelligence to the power that knows how to do everything i do this in complete conviction that i receive only good into my experience i know this is nothing in me there's nothing in me that can doubt either the divine goodness or the operation of its law in my affairs okay i don't know how you i don't know what that means maybe that is what they teach in Scientology. i don't know um martin screlly got kicked off of twitter or suspended for twitter after he harassed a female journalist females uh but yeah apparently uh there was a woman a journalist on uh twitter and he started doing some real stalky shit after deciding that he liked her apparently uh <clears throat> now you might know martin screlly as the guy who hiked up the price for the hiv drug by five thousand percent uh he tried to buy i think he bought wu-tang clan's one album um yeah i tried to it was trying to pay bobby Smurder's bail and then they turned around and locked his ass up mm-hmm well apparently he spends his days attempting to pick twitter fights with the likes of pat oswald and chris evans now he's gone too far and twitter has booted him from their platform following his stalker-like messages to writer lauren lauren duca duca recently went toe-to-toe with tucker carlson following her viral teen vogue piece called donald trump is gaslighting america squarely a trump fanboy took a liking to duca and uh began to send her direct messages last week when he asked her to be his plus one to the trump inauguration duca made it clear that she wasn't interested by tweeting a screen cap adding i would rather eat my own organs uh screlly wasn't deterred he turned his twitter profile into a devotional shrine shrine uh, shrine with a bio that read i have a small crush on at laura duca uh hope she doesn't find out duca subsequently tweeted a screen cap of his collage style header full of photos of herself i would rather you my own organs uh how is this allowed and she added jack on twitter the guy who like runs twitter mm-hmm. and uh it looks like he photoshopped his face in uh scurly photoshopped his face into like pictures of her boyfriend and shit oh yeah oh, oh her husband i'm sorry which she found unsettling um <clears throat> someone said this is insanely fucked up she replied like that's a picture of me and my husband i feel sick Twitter took swift action and suspended Scully's account within hours, but DuzzFeed's David Mack first noticed the account apparent suspension and contacted Duca, who issued a response. He's an entitled creep and absolutely deserves to have his account suspended, perhaps indefinitely. You know, it's so weird, man. We've come... Uh, I've watched in my time... Uh, this is the kind of shit these happen on, like, message boards. Mm-hmm. And people get suspended from a message board. And everybody was so... It was so weird because, like... There were some people that were so addicted to the message board that they would do shit where they would act act up so they would get kicked off and then they would have multiple accounts that they created and come back. Like uh-huh. they could never be better than the message board. They could never leave. And I've watched like social media become the message board. Like yes, sir. essentially Twitter and Facebook and stuff. For a lot of people, it's the same message board culture. It's why they create fake accounts, it's why they get kicked out, it's why they catfish people and the harassment and shit you know people getting mad about being blocked and all this shit like and and i guess for me 
I never grew up in the message board era, but I know a lot of people did. The average person, not that funny, don't know, like me, they don't know a fucking thing about a message board. So a lot of those people bring the message board mentality to these other platforms with the vast majority. Don't know what the fuck a message board is. Was like, nah, we not going to tolerate that bullshit. Yeah, but it's also human mentality. That's true too. But now. it's just weird to watch it, you know, because a message board is nothing but made of humans. Say what social media is, but it has these rules and, and stuff, and they try to operate it like it's the message board. And it's just interesting to watch people fold into these patterns. Now, maybe it's because, you know, with our Facebook group, I end up running the Facebook group with the discipline and shit. So I get to see some of the shit where I'm like, wow, this person has a problem. And there's nothing we can do to solve it all you can do is kick them out mm-hmm. you know but that that's kind of twitter has to do that like and people get mad at twitter and stuff because it can be such a fucked up tool of harassing but even as we're mad we're kind of claiming that it's a fact of life that we have to be there to a certain extent so it's just really weird to watch society become that not that because it used to be a time where you joked and picked on the message board stuff but people are making careers off of twitter now activists have created yes. entire networks off of twitter and, and shit you know it's it's really amazing um but yeah apparently he got suspended um so i don't know if he's still suspended or what um but uh yeah targeted harassment and stuff and of course can't can't really be lost in the fray but uh she appears to be a white woman so you know Twitter may have worked a bit faster than uh, of course she'd have been it brown. would have for other people. I mean, yeah, brown shit. women been acting for protection for a very long time, and they've been ignoring the fuck out of them. Yeah, that ain't nothing but an average day for some of these women I follow that, you know, I have a lot of respect for. But, yeah, they uh, some of the harassment they get, it's way beyond that shit. And, uh, that I mean, the fact that they haven't banned some of these people, that just harass black women all day black women who are feminist and womanist and shit and twitter i mean twitter's got you've seen people get docs you've seen people get uh tell people to harass their followers and listeners to harass people when they see them on the street and, yeah in the street in real life and yeah uh a lot of uh these women literally and i know twitter can see it have blocked thousands of accounts there's something wrong you shouldn't have to block that many fucking accounts yeah and it's just weird that i mean like i said i would feel remiss if i didn't mention that something was done within hours in this case and in many times many cases i do not see things done (laughs) um chipotle faces a two billion dollar lawsuit uh for wait didn't i talk about this what they used a photo of the woman without her permission no Mm -hmm. okay so uh you know chipotle has had some issues mm-hmm. but a woman is suing them for the for two bi- more than two billion dollars for using an image of her in a promotional photo she says they didn't have permission to use uh according to grub street leach caldwell of california is seeking at least two billion two hundred thirty seven million six hundred thirty three thousand dollars uh from the company for a photo taken by a food photographer steve adams in 2006 caldwell alleges that adams took a photo of her eating dinner at at a denver chipotle caldwell refused to sign a form to use the image after her encounter with him but discovered eight years later that the image of her was used in a promotion at a florida chipotle store in 2014 oh yeah you getting sued yeah additionally alcohol was digitally added to the photo in front of her oh 
uh chipotle founder ceo steve ells and adams are are named as defendants of the suit the specific amount in her suit is a reflection of the company's profits from 2006 to 2015 so she won't get that much money but it's interesting you, do, you aim as high as you can yeah fuck you i didn't sign it don't put my face out there and then you got nothing to put alcohol on it not even if i do drink i wasn't drinking at the time this photo was taken and i didn't sign anything saying that you could use my motherfucking likeness yes sue them liberty university in virginia to build a three million dollar gun range on campus which trump supporting school president says will help avoid sexual assault by keeping students busy yep liberty university in virginia set to build a state-of-the-art gun range on campus and campbell county board of supervisors approved the plans for three million dollars development uh the request to build the range on a 500 acre plot of land in the lynchburg campus was approved six to zero the gun range will feature a pistol biathlon range three rifle ranges a police shoot house and skeet and trap shooting president jerry farwell who is well known as a prominent evangelical leader and an outspoken trump supporter told fox news that the university has used mountain land on the lynchburg campus for recreational activities which has helped them avoid sexual assault problems we've been able to avoid a lot of the sexual assault problems that you see a lot of universities by giving students positive alternatives to keep them busy and to keep them in the chain the shooting range will be part of that i don't believe you You're yeah because you know that's it. really why the sexual assault on campus because people don't have enough gun ranges to go and play right then you know you're gonna have students killing each other yeah you know how sometimes you be like uh should i sexually assault somebody or should i go shoot a couple skeet you know what i'm gonna shoot those skeet instead of the skeet i was gonna shoot yep that's what i do um the the proposal included a noise ordinance between 10 p.m and 6 a.m and the site will be monitored 24 7 no, nothing can go wrong with this. Sure, it'll be okay. It'll also be open to community members and local law enforcement officers so they can train on the site. Virginia Department of Transportation had no objections to the plan, and although a local resident alerted the board that there are more than 100 homes near development uh, near the development site, only four residents complained. Campbell County Sheriff Eric Zier said the university has done an amazing job of taking safety and noise measurements into account. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they made it safe enough so when the woman's getting raped, you can't hear it. Um, this is my thing about the. He's also a big supporter of Trump. This is another typical evangelical who supports Trump because that damn devil woman, Hillary Clinton trump the pussy grabber sexual you worry about sexual assaults and you voted for pussy grabber and treat um it's, it's just the hypocritical bullshit coming out of them all all just pretending to use religion when they want to make some money from this college and shit but not exhibiting anything jesus-like in any other way it's just sad mm-hmm. um but yeah gun, you got a gun range on campus guys i'm sure everything will go fine out there in lynchburg sure everything will go fine we won't be reading about any sexual assaults or shootings unless they niggas hmm? what do you mean why would you read that yeah. mm. uh beating wives reminds women who rules the house and encourages them to wear sexy outfits during makeup sex 
to make amends declares turkish marriage god Treat them like you beat them is what I say. Treat them like you beat them. Uh, a shocking book that says husbands can beat their wives and women should wear sexy outfits to make amends with their spouses is being handed out in parts of Turkey. The book called Marriage and Family Life by Hassan Kaliskin, a former employee of the Office of Religious Affairs called Dianet, has been slammed by Turkish politicians for the controversial advice to couples. Some of the appalling statements that were written in the book include... A woman who does not beautify herself for her husband, who does not obey headmanship of the man, can be beaten. This would be this would remind her of the rule of the house, which is like medicine. Polygamy is beneficial. Would it not be better if, instead of divorcing his bad-tempered wife and making her a trouble for another man, the man took a second wife, prompting her feelings of competition and eventually bringing her down? Other shocking statements made in the educational man- manual include children as young as 10 can get married women should not work as it badly influences the woman's sexual desires to her spouse and women should not speak during sex as it could lead to a child being born with a speech impediment (laughs) (laughs) Mm, okay a lot of children not there with impediment this uh a similar version of the manuscript called marriage and privacy was also issued by pamukel city council in southwest turkey members of the main opposition cp chp republican people's party have called the book irrational unconscionable and depicts women as second-class citizens and defines them as sexual slaves it was brought to the attention of the grand assembly by chp uh um deputy fatima kaplan hurriette uh according to the soul to soul international she said this is an irrational unconscionable book that considers women as sheep by saying the man is the shepherd of the family my hair stood on end as i continued to read it so this is basically that steve harvey the leader of the party zeliha sabaz uh added the book depicts women as second-class citizens and defines them as sexual slaves the education minister Ismet uh, Yilmaz described the the publication as primitive and non-scientific, but the mayor of Kitahaya, Camille Sarakoglu, said this council, who has been handing out the book since 2014, had not received any complaints about the book until last month. I don't believe. Probably because it was beating the women that could say something. I right. Mean. <laughs> Somebody outside of it area was like nah dog yeah Mm-mm-mm. <sighs> well that's terrible mm-hmm. 100 for fucking with women yeah that's pretty bad um let's see what else we got here um uh two credit reporting agencies must pay 23 million dollars for deceptive practices mm-hmm. uh-oh reporting that credit all wrong mm-hmm. gotta report it right if you're gonna be reporting it ain't that the truth 
the nation's consumer watchdog agency on tuesday ordered the credit reporting agencies transunion and equifax to pay more than 23.2 million dollars in fines and restitution for deceiving customers about the usefulness of credit store scores and the cost of obtaining them the watchdog agency the consumer financial protection bureau said the payments will resolve charges that transunion and equifax had lured customers into enrolling in credit services advertised as free or costing only one dollar but which would cost more than two hundred dollars a year transunion will reimburse 13.93 million to consumers and pay a three million dollar civil fine while equifax will reimburse 3.8 million and pay two and a half million in civil fines uh both companies will also modify their marketing practices among the changes will uh they will obtain customers consent to enroll them in services in which fees begin after free trials and make it easier for them to cancel services they do not want yeah i've had this before where i check my credit and then it's like you gotta sign give us your credit card number but we will not charge you until after the free trial but you gotta call us back after 30 days not before 14 and then this and that between this time and we call back it's like well they call this number and ain't nobody here and you have you waited till it was a full moon wait till it's a full moon what is the tide looking like is it yeah, and you can't just go online and click and to, to and just take your shit off of there right it's like when the sap springs from the tree and the moss grows on the north side will you be able to cancel this and only then when the sun is at its complete apex and shines through a light yeah. that will activate the pyramid it. of king tut and <laughs> you will be able to cancel this shit not a second sooner or a second later all right and that's another reason why i look at that credit coming halfway crazy it's fucking you got my no y'all selling my shit you doing something with that shit no um so yeah the bureau also said a wrongful conduct have violated the dodd frank financial reform law and had occurred as transunion since 2011 and at and equifax's july 2011 and march 2014 many lenders rely on credit scores from transunion equifax and their rival experian when lending money right but transunion and equifax falsely represented the credit scores they sold to customers as being the same scores that lenders use uh credit scores are central to the consumer's financial life and people deserve honest and accurate information about them right so apparently it was showing people higher scores than what they were showing the companies that use them mm. mm-hmm. experience was not charged the spokesman for the bureau did not immediately have additional comment on that one Mm-mm-mm. Now be careful out there guys your, your credit card uh when you check it it might be saying something wrong mm-hmm. just go ahead and say you know what i'll i'll pay to have my credit no i'm not signed up for shit here's my money just give me my fucking credit score There is something I want to ask you. There's something that I want to know. 
And to this question, you have the answer. So tell me what I want to know. Do you want a phone? Do you want a phone? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want a phone, let me show you how. Do you want a phone with me? Do you want a phone with me? All right. Time for some terrible, terrible news about LGBTQIA people. Mm-hmm. Uh, backtrack. Vivica Fox now says everybody is welcome at her male shake dancer shows. I know she is. Mm. Must be the money. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what you said, sweetie. Yeah, she tried That's to. how you really felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody crazy. First of all, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what everybody was like. Uh, yep. So she is now uh shaping up since somebody got threatened at the backlash from the semi-disgusted response as a possibility at the possibility of wang swinging male strippers and her black magic (laughs) (laughs) oh bossip all male review daring to drop it for another dude vivica is now saying that everyone just misunderstood what she meant Mm -hmm. and of course her boys will clap it up uh for a change if a if a man wants to see them do it Mm-mm. I'm black, and no, your first expression, you probably face if I turned up and everything. Hell no, that's what she said. Right, black new. magic is is a show. It's about the. It's like the first. Uh, and she went on Hollywood today to explain. Male- she went on Hollywood today to, I guess, clarify her statements mm-hmm. where she was misunderstood. Yeah, okay, we we won't pay you. She was all oh, my bad yeah she's like i will clap these cheeks we will clap these cheeks together for whatever we whatever we need okay oh now it doesn't want to play oh god damn it ah Ah, seriously um you're putting it together yes people are auditioning you the promos have been very hot yeah but we have to talk about we got to get out right away absolutely there was some uh backlash earlier this week this recently um you were asked if uh if the show was for everybody if gay guys could come to the show that's not true okay then walk me through yes i will i was doing an interview in la um in new york yeah for a a radio show that's edgy Uh and they kind of ask questions that are biting edge yeah and we were talking about the show and i've they had talked bad about my boys in the past especially about their names they had so yeah they had said you know they made fun of their names Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so i'm a little defensive and so i was just protecting my boys and they said, because the show's already been taped. Mm, mm, feel like a lie coming on. They're like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. See, I was just defensive uh, because they was asking some tough questions. And you know how when they ask them tough questions, you uh, you can't help but say something homophobic. You know how it is. Um, so maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it's on us, guys. Maybe we don't know what we're talking about uh but i feel like she tried to clean it up because money talks dog at the end of the day all that all that posturing and shit i think she made an off-the-cuff remark without even thinking about her money and it's gonna be very hard at least in a black community with like even when you want to carve something out for black women 
um then you're gonna have to think about the lgbtq community in a lot of ways whether you want to or not to be honest because if the experience is for black women is it only for straight black women you know is it all the all the dancers gonna be straight like is there a requirement for that because i mean essentially a stripper is a form of a sex worker and a sex worker has a job to do and if the job is if you can't do the job then that's your professionalism it's like an actor that wasn't won't like i won't do a scene where i have to do something gay in this scene where it's like well maybe you're not as good an actor maybe i shouldn't be paying you if that's what the scene requires that's what the scene requires that's kind of what it seems like the strip club thing would be like if the strip club television show uh is hiring the best strippers then it should be having people that can do everything for the money right mm-hmm. anyway that's just my guess i don't know i don't go to strip clubs really uh transgender man sues catholic hospital for denying hysterectomy a catholic hospital refused to perform a hysterectomy on a transgender man gianni uh conforti a transgender man has filed suit against patterson st joseph hospital on january 5th after the hospital authorities refused a hysterectomy at its premises this incident at the new jersey hospital highlighted the battle faced by the obama administration in its efforts to push forward transgender rights conforti had originally scheduled his surgery to be held at st joseph's in 2015 according to him a hospital administrator told him the procedure to remove his uterus was not possible because it was against the catholic establishment's beliefs he said he felt utterly disrespected and believed no hospital should treat any person like this regardless of his identity what else is against their beliefs i wonder uh no heart transplants for black people i'm sorry we uh we just don't believe in all that you know because it's not like hysterectomy was in the bible you know what i mean <laughs> it's not like you know they don't have and people have hysterectomy for very for all types all of kinds of reasons but it's not like that chapter is in the bible right it's just an interpretation of something they decided they decided that we don't do hysterectomies here because we religious um so yeah uh catholic establishments believe he said he felt utterly disrespectfully no hospital treat somebody like that saint joseph said it felt it followed religious and ethical directives from the u.s conference of bishops when it came to treatment and care as for the directives any procedure deemed to be morally unacceptable may not be performed so that's just a catch-all that's true that's true and i, I I'll, I'll decide if you are a functioning hospital mm-hmm. like this you shouldn't be allowed to do this if if people can come and schedule services and shit like no so what you so if somebody comes in with an emergency and it's quote unquote against your religion you're gonna let them sit outside and die mm-hmm. because it's against your fucking religion well we had that story about a trans person being taken to an emergency room and they refused to operate on them um because they were like oh this person's trans nope um so yeah um it's it's interesting because in the patient bill of rights uh it guarantees medical service says any discrimination centered on categories like gender expression or gender identity yeah they're just trying to find they just it's a catch-all right they They just put a vague term like anything morally unacceptable whose morals who decides what's unacceptable um so yeah there's a lawsuit and now it's every time there's a lawsuit i'm like who knows now with trump being able to pick the next supreme court justice who knows um mississippi state team legal uh mississippi state legal team 
calls lgbtq identity a choice and christians politically powerless a legal team of mississippi governor phil bryan in the u.s court of appeals for the fifth circuit of defending house bill 1523 a law which would allow people to discriminate against same-sex couples transgender people and premarital sex on the basis of sincerely held religious beliefs or moral convictions although the state legislator passed hb 1523 last april less than two months later a u.s district judge blocked that law stating that it violates both the guarantees of religious neutrality and the promise of equal protection under the law right. now the team is defending the law using some illogical reasoning here's uh three of the most insane defenses in the briefing they filed they say that the law doesn't violate religious neutrality by promoting certain uh religious views over other ones even though it promotes religious views opposing lgbtq identity and premarital sex lawyers say the lgbtq people aren't a protected class because lgbtq identity is a choice and that christians are experiencing political powerlessness at the hands of homosexuals with enormous political clout put another way they're saying the business would be allowed to discriminate against sexual and gender minorities because lgbtq people are good at organizing political support now here's the thing um yeah they they wrote they they said it last time we checked america had over 226 million christians and about 12 million lgbtq people christians love to push the we're the real oppressed ones it's why you gotta really push back against that shit because sometimes it's that's scary that's like white people to me how white people are scary as fuck when they feel offended about something that really ain't they ain't got no fucking reason or right to feel offended but they pulled a like i can't even be a bigot up in here without y'all getting upset the pc mafia is out to get me and and christians start pulling that shit sometimes with like oh so i ain't allowed to be homophobic i ain't allowed to not serve a gay person at my company like no you're not allowed and it's not punishing you and it's not fucked up it's not no you can't that's not the same as oh so a gay per a gay person got a hate crime and y'all just gonna y'all just gonna act like that ain't the same as when they say they want cakes from my bakery it's the same to me they all hate crimes it's like nah dog what are you doing um they say that lgbtq people don't deserve legal protection because homosexuality is a choice that can be changed they also call gender identity a behavior this shouldn't really surprise anyone considering the alliance defending freedom and the anti-lgbtq legal group help author the bill they support uh so-called ex-gay therapy lastly state lawyers are also uh, saying that the words of businesses discriminating against lgbtq people are hysterical even though that's exactly what the law is designed to allow so they're like just because we'll be allowing businesses to discriminate doesn't mean they will be that's hysterical that y'all think that's what will happen well then why are you passing the law right why are you passing the law then i mean this sounds like a law that you don't need y'all don't want to discriminate you claim and y'all wouldn't discriminate you claim well then it don't need to be a law yeah so then what's what's the problem no y'all sound like to me sound like come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation in america you should be ashamed mm-hmm. ridiculous ridiculous uh and shout out to uh unicorn booty where i got that news yeah they're also very informative um a uh, mother stabbed her son to death because he was gay in brazil uh mother 
yeah yeah mother uh has admitted to hiring men to beat up her son and then later stabbed him to death because he was gay uh tatiana lozano pereira on december 29th lured her 17 year old son itaberly lozano to their home after kicking him out for a disagreement she pretended she wanted to make peace with her son and welcome him back home instead of a peace option she hired two thugs waiting for him when he arrived uh to beat him up and teach him a lesson which is a definitely a hate crime after deciding this wasn't enough she ordered two teenage boys to kill him they refused so she took the knife herself and stabbed her son to death what does she think she an inhuman i mean this is an inhuman right with the help of her husband the boy stepfather they carried the body to a field near highway jose for uh and cravenhouse and burned it lozano's oh. grandmother reported his disappearance and began to suspect the mother's responsibility authorities discovered the teenager's charred body january 7th the victim's uncle dario rosa believes that Pereira killed her son because she couldn't accept him for being gay however Pereira is claiming she did it because of drugs it don't even matter you killed your baby it, it, either either both reasons are dumb to me uh the teenager's uncle denied that Ita Burley had any contact with drugs and believes that the fact that he was gay was the main reason for his mother's action he had a job he was very polite he never quarreled with anyone he only had problems with his mother who did not accept that he was a homosexual a mother who has to love her son not kill the family is torn it will be difficult to recover said the uncle when asked the couple's lawyer said the mother denied any connection with hit with i guess her son's sexual orientation and the crime the problem she had with him was the threats he made and his behavior because of the drug she has pictures with him and gay friends but he changed because of drugs started threatening everyone i don't believe you um here's the thing i was thinking about when i read this remember that time tracy morgan was joking joking he had a thing about if his son was gay he stabbed him in the chest and shit mm-hmm. and he got in big trouble about it mm-hmm. well now you know why that joke isn't funny you know what i mean because like do that yeah like if you listen to the context of the, the material that night um yeah i can see why motherfuckers ain't laughing at that shit and why he had to apologize because i mean this shit happens a lot people kill their gay children you know um people threaten and beat and shit they beat their children just for being gay for being a sexual orientation they quote unquote disagree with mm-hmm. so yeah you know the same way you might not laugh at a michael richardson talking about hang that nigger on stage uh it might not really be funny to a lot of people um let's see a federal a texas federal judge halts obama protection of transgender health rights um a federal judge in texas has ordered a halt to another obama administration effort to strengthen transgender rights this time over health rules that social conservatives say could force doctors to violate their religious beliefs the u.s district uh judge reed o'connor on saturday granted a temporary injunction that stops federal health officials from enforcing rules that are intended to ban discrimination by doctors and hospitals against transgender persons o'connor wrote in a 46 page ruling that the rules likely what violate that much shit to say 46 pages happens all the time all the time i mean that's why they go to law school you got double space what the fuck the federal religious freedom was desperate i like that that's the part that was outrageous to you doing this show all this time um 
federal religious freedom restoration act and places substantial pressure on planners to perform and cover transition and abortion procedures the 1993 legislation signed into law by democratic president bill clinton is meant to defend persons whose religious exercise is substantially burdened by the government o'connor is the same judge who in august sided with republican controlled states over transgender protection in public schools sought by the obama administration that lawsuit centered on a federal directive requiring schools to let transgender students use bathrooms consistent with their gender identity the suit in which o'connor issued the injunction on saturday contends that the rules regarding doctors and hospitals which were finalized in may could force doctors to help with gender transition contrary to their religious beliefs or medical judgment i really wish that i get so angry but i really wish people would stop hiding their bigotry behind religion there really is nothing in the bible that says anything about gender transition there's nothing in there this is you this is you deciding what you think is right and wrong and must be when when you think about religion and how it's adapted to so much shit over the course of man i don't know how to fuck this can't just be a thing that y'all just go along with at some point like fuck it it's not like there was planes in the bible you know what i mean it's not like they was talking about time zones in the bible it's not like they was talking about telephones and the internet and all this shit that, that that has come up since the fucking book was written i don't understand there was no guns in the bible why y'all not anti-gun like y'all only against the shit that y'all want to be biggest about that's it none of this shit, like you never see the well look the war was meant to be fought with stones and slings we just need to bring that back nobody does that shit everybody's like guns cool sling these stones even faster (laughs) you got a religious school opening up a gun range on campus but right nobody's against it everybody's okay with it okay past six oh only four houses out of a hundred around there said something it's and then y'all had the nerve to pull this like but it's it's challenging my sensibilities all this shit is a challenge that wasn't in the bible the bible was written when 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 motherfuckers didn't didn't even know what salt was i didn't know what a refrigerator was right what are you talking about you sound fucking stupid man just god anyway um let's just is there any good news oh a plus-size transgender model made history by landing a major fashion campaign wonderful the year 2016 was a hallmark year for transgender women in fashion in september fashion weeks on the whole uh saw a huge influx of transgender models walking the runway by the end of the year gender women like harry neff jazz jennings and adrija pajic and laverne cox have been featured on magazine covers so it's really only fitting that in the last few days of the year trans models continue to make history this time it involves model shay neary who is now the first out plus size trans model to snag her own fashion campaign uh the campaign itself is for a plus size brand cover story which specializes in modern silhouettes and is a favorite of models like ashley graham in the campaign as well as on the brand's website neary 28 poses near wearing relaxed silk blouses capes and cashmere uh, according to neary herself she was shocked to get such a major campaign after such a short time model and having first signed with an agency trans model which she is no longer affiliated with a short while ago in my time at the agency i was the only plus model so not uh, m- many campaigns were interested in booking me neary said in an interview with mike 
they wanted the more european looking girls uh, androgynous girls not a bigger frame woman like myself meanwhile cover story was interested in casting a plus size trans model it had been for a while now but according to the cover story heidi clan it was difficult to find a trans model above a six or eight working right now i searched everywhere can the founder of cover story said in an interview i was very surprised to find out how difficult it was to find plus size trans model since it's pretty easy to find straight size trans models uh when it was time to shoot for our second season i found shay through a new agency uh trans model she was uh the only plus size model i was ecstatic when i found her she said i think all women deserve to be represented i've been looking for a trans woman for a while now so glad i found you neri said of the casting and that was it so dope so there you go get out on some good news before we get back to this killing (laughs) Oh, oh right uh all right let's do some uh some fucking with black people here guys all right We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. Uh apparently there is uh there's been some pretty pretty quick backlash to a restaurant that decided to um honor dr martin luther king on martin luther king day mm. with a chicken and watermelon special what mm-hmm. they had grape soda too um you know, I don't know if they did have grape soda or not. I'll see if I can look. They called it red. Are you? <laughs> what are you drinking, Jeff? Sabrina Pyle owns Azel Cafe in Tarrant County. She admits frozen, Monday maybe. wasn't her best day. You know what I thought was. What's frozen, me? Yeah. Uh, this has been happening lately when I screen share. So y'all can't even see the screen share either. Mm. Because mm, I'm moving on my screen. All right. Give me a second. I will refresh, guys, so you guys can see. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Before you call me a cheap hoe, worry about your daughter because you're the one who's having kids and don't know who the dad is. Who's oh. the hoe now? Mm-hmm. Oh my, who is the hoe now then? I want to know. That's right. First of all, bitch. <laughs> I should be back on screen momentarily. It just refreshed. Uh, all right. Turn on camera. Yes. And I should pop back up. And after that, I'm going to do my screen share thing. See if that f- works. Um, let me know when it comes up. If you can see it, Karen. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. And we see it now. All right, cool. Be my best friend the way I want to be yours, bro. I'm sorry, Rich. All right. 
now back to the story bring people in for lunch for the special to be chicken and waffles with a side of watermelon for martin luther king day she quickly learned from a friend that monday special wasn't such a good idea but after she brought it to my attention i did take it down i just did something distasteful i did i, I just didn't think it through the stereotype that blacks love watermelon emerged after the civil war to depict blacks as lazy dirty and childlike the image is still used to demean blacks sabrina says she thought it was okay yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of the historical brad pelt saw the post on facebook it stopped him right in his tracks it's disgusting after seeing the post he took a screenshot and shared it online you have a responsibility on social media you don't just scroll past things like that and that is all it took it went viral it got blown way out of proportion way fast okay like the one i got today you should know better you racist scum i will never eat there even if it was I took the post down because I didn't want people harassing her, her business, or her family, or her employees. Sabrina wants everyone to know, lesson learned. It, it shouldn't have got that out of hand, no, not at all. I'm by far not racist. Sarah Hoy, Channel 8 News. Hey, I was waiting on that. Uh, I was waiting on that. I'm not racist. I was, waiting, I was like... I was like, when we gonna get that? I'm not racist though. You know, you gotta pull that one out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, her black friend. Why ain't why she running past a black friend at first? This is the MLK she ain't got one. day, right? Um, here's the thing. Do you believe that she didn't want no problems, and she didn't recognize that how it was fucked up when she posted it? That's a good question. I know. That's why. That's all I asked. Mm-hmm. come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation is ridiculous in America you should be ashamed the more more I mentally sit and think about it I think she knew, and I, but I don't think that she thought she was going to get the backlash. I think she knew and said, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. If something happens, I'm going to blame ignorance. Mm. Uh, I, I think she knew. I, th- I mean, I think it's the only way you can play it is to say you didn't know after a while or you got to double down. Those are the only two options left. She went with, apparently I'm the most ignorant person in the world I mean you literally on the post said come celebrate MLK day I think she thought it was going to be funny She probably there's probably not a lot of black people in that little ass town I guarantee you and she didn't think that that dude would see her shit on Facebook and be like final round ah! cook that nigga cause he cooked the fuck out of her and what I found interesting uh shout out to uh the white uh dude who who found it he took it down that is such a white thing to do <laughs> now my black ass it'll stay up forever bitch it'll stay out of pinned it to the top of my page fuck you that is the whitest shit i remember i felt bad for her and her employees and i didn't want them to you so wait better. you wanted to performatively 
inform the universe and the internet and let everybody know but when the shit blew up all of a sudden it was whoa 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 i don't want nobody to get in trouble then which one is it you can't have it both ways dog you just wanted the clicks and the likes and the retweets but you ain't want nobody to do nothing to her okay then fuck out of here because it ain't even about doxing her or anything like that but she has a public business where she said this stupid shit you know maybe she convinced you it was a joke maybe that's it maybe that's your town maybe you got threatened but nigga i wouldn't have took it down for that reason i don't want nothing to happen to her you know um she'll be all right in fact her business may have gone up yep uh apparently uh also uh zero to 100 can i forgot to ask i give it a 75 only is why i give it a 75 because it was some some form of a wasn't a sincere apology but some form of an apology and she took it down Mm. so that's why i give it 75 so no double down 75 for you yeah all right i give it 100 it's mlk day you talking about chicken and fucking watermelon fuck you a hundred i'm fucked with a act activist slam obnoxious and wrong parade flow honoring mlk jr's assassination james uh, assassin james early earl ray so somebody took a truck put a um confederate flag on it it said in love and memory of james earl ray there's what appears to be a black mannequin with some red thing attached to the man's head i'm assuming it's supposed to be martin luther king jr after being shot in the head uh to celebrate dr luther king jr that pennsylvania man decorated pickup truck hmm that's kind of north uh pickup with mannequin hang a rope a confederate flag holding from a rope. what was it okay confederate flag flying on the pole and sign love memory of king's murder dance all right our probing today which we have on tuesday working uh the johnstown police department said to determine whether there's anything more than the photo to this than the photo would the photo be enough mm-hmm. The limit would have engaged in potentially criminal behavior outside of parental three speech. Okay, so they're saying it's poor taste but covered by free speech. So that we looking to see if they did a crime because it's covered. Okay. Is that a hundred? Yeah, uh, hundred. And I appreciate the honesty. Thank you. Tired of motherfuckers lying every day, acting like uh everybody was on Martin King's side. No, y'all weren't. Tennessee, fine. Republicans big up in him while being against the Voters' Rights Act like how the fuck are you literally against the voter rights act but you for martin luther king you know rob snyder on that instructing john lewis on how to handle himself uh when it comes to activism need to be more like martin luther king rob snyder don't know who the fuck martin luther king is not not in any substantial way you know matter of fact tangent real quick um rob snyder said that shit so um i quoted douchebag and I was like, who the fuck is this white dude to try to tell John Lewis some shit? Let me tell you something. I, and this is not a joke. I thought it must have been a joke. People were in my mentions like, he's 116th Filipino, and you can't deny he is not white or something. I, don't I have blocked every last one of you well-meaning motherfuckers. You are ridiculous. I give zero fuck. He navigates this world as a white man right. with white privilege and you cannot say some racist shit and then try to fall back on one sixteenth of your motherfucking heritage trying to get me to call him something else fuck that white dude fuck that cracker i don't have no respect for rob schneider that's it that that, he's a trump supporting bigot fuck him getting by on white privilege and this clip uh, proximity to adam sandler no i'm not giving a motherfucker no type of pass 
and and if you have some type of weird multiracial complex about your shit that ain't got nothing to do with rob snyder deal with that shit sans rob snyder i'm not recognizing nothing about that dude's filipino heritage just when he's when he picks and chooses after saying some racist shit oh i can say it i'm 116 filipino if you believe that dumb shit then take your dumb ass to another one of his dumb ass movies because you deserve to be parted from your money and two hours of your life and no entertainment Ugh. anyway sorry um here's another one a simple thank you would suffice a white the white main governor says john lewis needs a history lesson and should be thanking republican uh the republican party because lincoln freed slaves because you know john lewis don't know nothing about history mm-hmm. main governor paul lepage chided georgia representative john lewis for doubting donald trump's legitimacy as pre- presidency saying the civil rights icon needs a history lesson lepage 68 was ranting about the silver tongue democrat objectors to the president-elect uh on local station wvc wait vom where he told his host i will just say this john lewis ought to look at history it was abraham lincoln that freed the slaves it was rutherford b hayes and ulysses s grant that fought against jim crow laws a simple thank you would suffice yeah motherfucker you don't know your goddamn history first of all that's that trick they pull at the time those people were republicans but at the time republicans were the opposite uh to what they said represent now they're not the same no they're not the same and the thing about the civil war and all that shit it was fought over slaves believe you me if the north had enough free labor we all would be fuck still be fucking slaves the only reason why they got angry because they said y'all got free labor and that's the advantage you have over us yep it is correct that Lincoln pushed the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, and both Grant and Hayes supported equality among races. But the Jim Crow laws did not emerge until after the Grant administration and were, uh, some historians, historians argue, given foundations during the Hayes presidency. It was in 18th of the last year, the administration and the first of Hayes, uh, the first of Hayes that the Supreme Court ruled that states could not prohibit segregation on common carriers such as trains, trams, and riverboats, the beginning of the Jim Crow era. Page is no stranger to inaccurate claims. In September last year, he claimed that blacks and Hispanics make up 90% of the heroin traffic arrest in Maine. He also claimed that out-of-state drug dealers were impregnating white girls. Yeah, that's when he was calling what, smoothie and T-bone, whatever the fuck he said. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, the FBI data showed that black accounts for, black people account for 14% of a total of 100, 1,002, wait, 1,211 drug sales and manufacturing arrest, 7.4% of the drug arrest in Maine. He just made up a fucking number. Not only did he make up a number, he dangerously lied. 90% is what he said. They represent not just a vast, a minority, but a vast minority. 14% and 7.4%. Right. This is just how white people do mental gymnastics to blame black people. This happens a lot. Black, white people that are cool, that are your friends, think this shit. Like they don't question it. They don't look anything up. They have been taught and conditioned their whole lives to think we're prone to criminality, that we're subcultures, and that we're worse human beings. So you're a good one. yeah but i've 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 had this talk with people that people i mean i looked at them like they had just started speaking gibberish like well i mean black on black crime is a problem and i'm looking at them like where did you get this from what numbers are you looking where does this come or have you heard it enough that you feel like you don't need to look it up because you can't imagine black people not being 
more criminal than white people you just can't imagine it so um anyway um uh fbi data showed that black oh yeah broken down to show that blacks accounted for 35.5 percent of arrests for selling opium derived drugs including heroin morphine and cocaine and 26 percent for synthetic narcotics including most prescription narcotics uh were included in tally the fbi doesn't identify hispanic criminals and the main department of public safety doesn't include race when compiling and analyzing crime data so <sighs> he just didn't get but he don't need no he don't need no uh, Who needs facts? Who cares? facts yeah post-fact world right zero well, to a hundred hundred fuck him yeah i got to go with the hundred myself karen um that lapage dude is a problem and they keep relate keep uh keep um what do you call it uh keep uh reelecting them it sounds like I, I think they need to return limits on the house and the senate y'all motherfuckers don't need these goddamn jobs forever mm-hmm. uh dl hewley to donald trump fuck you now and fuck you forever comedian dl hewley is letting president-elect donald trump know that he really how he really feels in a facebook live video on his page friday night um hewley basically pulled a post katrina kanye and said that trump doesn't oh. care about black people from the nomination of Alabama good old boy Jefferson Beauregard Session the third to the racist birth conspiracy to his love affair with the discriminatory stop and frisk policies, uh, policing policies. It, it amazes me that to convince black people that Donald Trump cares about them, he takes pictures with celebrities. It, it's amazing. If Donald Trump cared about black people, he wouldn't have denigrated the president uh, with those claims of birtherism. He wouldn't have stoked fears and racist fears of saying this man is less than or is not one of us to become president. If Donald Trump cared uh, the concerns of black people, he wouldn't have in the debates talked about bringing back stop and frisk. If Donald Trump cared about black people, Jeff Sessions would certainly would not be his pick to head the Justice Department. Donald Trump takes pictures with black people. A comedian and a rapper and a football player out to talk about the concerns of the community. You know why you have a comedian, a rapper, and a football player uh, out to talk about the concerns of the community? Because that's the positions you're used to seeing us in. You would rather see a football player, a rapper, and a comedian. You'd have, rather have black people be football players, comedians, and rappers than the president. You'd rather see us run the ball than run the country. That's why you do it. I ain't going to never forget what you said about this man and how you got where you are. Some people might, but I never will. I'll never forget how you denigrated his family. I'll never forget how you stoked fears. Fuck you now and fuck you forever. That's what I take. Um, zero to a hundred care. Oh, mm-mm. Yep. Zero for me too. Good job, JL. I mean, D, uh, good job, DL. Ah! You know, JL with us did some trump impressions in there but yep appreciate you dl um i agree with him on that one underground producer blast donald trump as racist and sexist underground producer underground (laughs) ready for this show to return come on back show me some uh the session ended oh show me some Tell me. let me go to the next session sorry i had no idea that happened Come um, on, Harriet. All right. It must have just ended. My mm-hmm. camera was still on. All right, switching over now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to log in. It's moving slow. All right, calling y'all over to the session now, Karen. Okay. Preparing to go live after it brings y'all in. But uh, yeah, I, I appreciate DL Huley for that. I know sometimes he says some wild shit that I can't can't really fuck with. But mm-hmm. when you got a point, you got a point. And that's also uh, you know, funny because he was on the Kings of Comedy with steve harvey mm-hmm. and that was after steve harvey went down there that he had this to say you know so um yeah, because you know because it's one of those things where it's like dog i can't respect you yeah how do you respect somebody right. like that and if we was to ever do it again we definitely wouldn't invite you to come with us again right you know because periodically they do that where they'll you know might not be as big as the kings of comedy but somewhere he goes on tour or something like that he'll never invite him again yeah i mean i don't know if steve harvey tried to say face after he said that shit where he was like okay his wife yeah i don't know if steve harvey because i mean sound like chris christie pulled the same steve harvey pulled mm-hmm. which was uh his wife was like uh bitch not today no. my wife said i can't come out to play yeah blaming it on a woman nah man up and, and and be real with it yeah so i don't know if dl hewley uh if his if his words might have got through to steve too who knows uh underground producer misha green ripped incoming president donald trump during the show panel at television critics association this country was built on racism and sexism i think our incoming president is again going to be racist and sexist she said when asked about the relevance of the underground railroad series in today's society fellow executive producer john legend also let trump have it by saying trump has promised to make this a less free less just and free country those who believe in justice will have to stand up for it both stated that the characters on the wgn american series will continue their struggle for justice and freedom with a major theme of the new series being are you a citizen or a soldier mm. the series will premiere its second season march 8th at 10 p.m eastern time on wgn yep i'll be there this is a 10 episode second season um so and the first season was flames did we review that i don't remember yeah we it did we definitely reviewed it so i'm ready to see some tubman you know Come on. see what she uh trying to do because uh, i feel like you know harriet gonna be uh gonna be trill Come on, it's gonna be lit mm-hmm but uh all right um oh wait this is hilarious i have to cover this too uh so zero to 100 on that last one karen oh zero zero all right zero for me too all right last one then we'll move into uh some other shit tommy lawrence college show proves she wasn't always your worst nightmare now i saw this shit on twitter and um it was interesting because um on twitter uh it was a dude basically spilling the tea uh he had clips from her college uh career as i uh, i don't know what school she went to but um he basically had clips of her from when she was in college and she was like hosting the, like a political show you know i don't know if it was for practice or what but um they uh he he basically just was like well there's a time she did this and did that his name is matt Gehring, mm-hmm. 
and he uh he he tweeted out uh thought you saw everything online that was online about at tommy lauren and her pandering to an audience think again tommy or tammy as we like to call her in college uh hosted a, a and served as a panelist on the scramble a show in the journalism program before she squawked for a living um so the scramble well you know everybody's trying to thing i guess the scramble was you know their way of preparing people for journalism uh in you know in the tv world i guess you can go out and and be somebody so he started posting clips oh shit yeah and i think the first clip was the intro hello and welcome all right Welcome to The Scramble. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tommy Laren. We have some pressing issues to address today. First of all, you know what? The glow up ain't just for black people. The glow up hit her good because it was not. The college college Tammy was struggling, okay? Like all other college students. (laughs) Everybody struggles in college, baby. College Tammy was struggling. She had the same makeup crew. She was doing it herself. It was a lot oh why did it stop playing oh no hold on hate when i do that and of course now it won't even let me there we go media cannot be played i'm not refreshing all this anyway she was on that here he says tommy in college hosted as served as a panelist um scramble and a show about journalism programming in 2017 tommy calls everyone snowflakes and fragile but in 2014 tommy hosted a civil discussion about slurs in their workplace in the workplace and society um Hello and thanks for joining us here at The Scramble. I'm Tommy Laren. Well, they say sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. Well, on today's show, we'll take a closer look at how our everyday language and word choice shapes popular culture. Our case studies of choice include the NFL's recent proposal to impose a 15-yard penalty on the use of the N-word on the field. In keeping with semantics, we'll discuss the very... Mm, Sounds totally different. Yeah, and she realized that would make her no money. campaign to ban the word bossy from popular language. Finally, we'll discuss law enforcement intervention as it relates to mental health warnings. Is a gut feeling reason enough to step in? Hmm. Sounds totally different from, are you triggered, you little snowflakes? Huh? Are you mad because they killed another black person? Well, I think all lives matter. And our blue lives matter the most. Because it's money saying that shit. Her favorite hobby in 2016 was calling climate change bad weather, but in 2014, she said it was an agreed upon scientific consensus. Hmm. Receipts. She don't give a fuck because some people paying her and the people that actually need to hear this don't give a fuck about you posting this. She won't mention gun control without blaming Islam, but she calls it a multidimensional issue here. There's no mention of Islam. Hmm. In her own words, right? Okay. And he said, this isn't growing up and changing her opinions. It's called getting hired to a propaganda machine, selling out in line. Right. Agreed. She has not directly responded. She's been too busy addressing the golden shower BS fake news. Yep. And the fact that she hasn't responded speaks fucking volumes. Oh, yeah, she, you'll never get an answer to her. Because that's a person that responds to everything. Everything, dog. Anything to help promote herself, she is there. And, uh. She's not going to defend that. Yep. Oh, I did forget that. You know what? I'm going to keep going. Fuck. That's a zero for me, by the way. 
mm-hmm. another 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 story um a network pulled to joseph fines um michael jackson uh now joseph fines a white dude who was gonna play michael jackson in a tv show yeah send them terrible ass pictures float down to it i was like is this real yeah yeah um <laughs> we talked about it on the show i think pictures were originally bad. right didn't we talk about it on the show but i that was before the pictures came out yeah i want to say uh because it was for urban legends i think was the name of it and um it, it was supposed to be you know, and you played the thing where michael jackson stated that he didn't want a white man playing him right exactly uh so yeah he didn't even want a white man playing him the family actually objected it right uh, they objected to it and he decided that um nope i can do what the fuck i want to do and, and it look terrible they put it out they put out the the um promo pictures of it and he looked a hot fucking mess and they got roasted for that bullshit as they should have right to be honest um like it was it was laughable honestly um and low-key offensive because you know the man did say he didn't want a white dude playing him in a motherfucking um 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 movies or nothing because uh, he considered himself a black man you know um and so now they pulled it it will not be um getting it will not be uh shown on the on the network apparently in light of concerns expressed by michael jackson's immediate family uh they have pulled it uh british broadcaster scott art said and they they said joseph Fines fully supports our decision yeah after he took that check mm-hmm. and after after he back. said that the um after he said that the that it wasn't gonna be a big deal right Jackson's daughter Paris tweeted she felt angry after watching the trailer for the show, which was due to be broadcast next week. So, um, so yeah, cause that shit would have been drugged. Even number one thing on trending on Twitter. Yeah, it was supposed to be what was it like Elizabeth Taylor, Marlon Brando, and Michael Jackson driving across the country on a road trip during September 11 or something and i'm glad it's gone like i'm not gonna lie i'm so glad this is out of my life well they should have just kept it in the closet where it belonged do you remember the time that uh flex played michael jackson and we was all like beat it flex played michael jackson yeah it doesn't matter if you black or white just stop trying to portray this man on screen and yes i'm talking to everybody even the man in the mirror even myself this is a letter from all of us because we are the world Hollywood is X was so bad with these off the wall ideas for their shows. I guess they just couldn't stop till they had enough. Mm. That's right. But they don't really care about us, Karen. Mm-mm. It's dangerous. I just hope they just leave them alone. Ah, ah. Just leave them alone, y'all. It's like they these tv execs just steal your whole identity like some smooth criminals then what you supposed to do Mm-mm. they rock my world yeah, rock my world mm-hmm. 
all right guys let's just move on this this whole thing's made me want to scream zero to a hundred can i guess they would go have no thriller movie after all that what that's not <laughs> i think i think it ain't gonna Yours? make sense over here <laughs> i just wanted to join into the bad fun party zero to a hundred <laughs> zero all right tell you my fun's was bad uh i say a hundred for even trying this shit <laughs> I'm gonna just leave a lot of blood on the dance floor. Yes, you are. Mm mm mm. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. Um, I don't want to be starting nothing, so let's just move on ah! to white people music. Uh, I mean, white people news, white people music. Um, let's see. How about? Do we have to? No. Not thirty. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Never mind uh okay all right how about um i don't know what do white people like um they're probably into oh here you go about the white folk um oh wait it will help if i switched over to the white folks news tab that would mm-hmm. help first mm-hmm. i was looking at that news like damn this is a lot of racist white people news oh that's why ah, wrong black people a 12 year old girl is throwing a surprise period party by her mom complete with a cake and tampons to try to make some fun what yeah i was trying to think you a period folk you a menstrual folk what's going on with you no we need to stop shaming women for having a natural bodily function <laughs> what's wrong with a period party did the baby ask for it it was a surprise period party she was trying to make it fun rather than some something that you have to be shamed of or looked down upon or feel awkward about the changing in your body as you become to a woman i don't understand Wait. why you're so against this was the baby ready because you know i i wouldn't want to i wouldn't have wanted a period party for me personally it's a hard enough thing to go through oh baby here's some cake no what's when the fuck have you been against cake what you don't even make sense this doesn't even make sense you was against period ice cream and now you're against period cake you are scared of periods and you need to let it go there's nothing wrong with a woman having a period i know no clearly you don't there's this 
she wants to celebrate the fact that she is growing up and her child is becoming a woman does why make her feel bad about it why does that have to be so shameful and and private i did when when did it when did it come out of my mouth it had to be a shameful experience you said you can't have no cake and we know anytime you can't have cake that means it's shameful (laughs) you've never been against cake ever you could give me cake. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, did she invite friends and family too? I mean, no, it's just her and her mama. She made it said congratulations on your period. It's a cake. You didn't even want to know no details. You just jumped mm-hmm. immediately on. This is horrible. I think you. I think you a little period phobic, Karen. <laughs> you need to let it go. I don't know why we. You the society is programming you to feel bad about about these 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 uh, bodily functions that are just natural it's just part of the cycle of womanhood i know uh, uh you know i mean obviously for uh w- female body women i mean you know uh her 17 year old cousin autumn jenkins shares pictures of the event on twitter writing okay so one person was her, her cousin was there writing brooke started her period today and my family is super extra um and 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 and, and i and i guess okay how can i say this the way I view it is that how do you know your child is comfortable enough with this for you to actually just share this with the world? Hey world, my baby started her period. Like it's, it's, it's an traumatic event all in its own. And like I said, if it was something private, that's fine. But if the, if the child was okay with it, cool if the baby's off but but if the child is not okay with it because all children aren't gonna function the same with this you can have some children be like mama i don't want everybody to know i got my fucking period on facebook but it's her kid and her mama and her family she's smiling in the pictures holding the cake she's doing a thumbs up holding the tampons she was given a chocolate cake decorated with words congrats on your period red, red, and red icing and pizza as well as tampon and pads her mom shelly said she organized the event attended by family and close friends after brooke had confided that she was worried about getting her period for the first time i wanted to make this event a little more fun autumn said her aunt opted for a chocolate cake because of the serotonin content to help her with to help with brooke's first period uh she added my tweet going viral just amazes me i'm glad everyone was able to see how supportive and amazing my family is her tweet about the event has attracted over fifteen thousand likes and inspired others to follow in shelly's lead i love this oh my god more parents need to be open and supportive about things like this wrote libra queen truckosaurus added i need to do this for spawn lol twitter users were particularly amused by the cake prompting jokes over its flavoring and icing angela martin wrote the fact that the icing is red too is killing me uh cm draco added if this ain't red velvet then what then y'all doing it wrong <laughs> uh yeah I, I mean what's bad about it i don't I, know I, I, I guess my opinion depends on the child because for some children it's been fucking devastating you walking in surprise look you started your period like it's but well, obviously this she this for her child it's not for yeah, all this, of us this for right? her child. I, I, I mean i get i get i'll, I'll put it this yeah, way i, I definitely mean, understand the principle yeah, of all children not gonna respond with a smile on their face okay i agree I, and i definitely understand if you make something private public you invite all the opinions of the internet yes, and do. there's some people that are gonna be like you know say fucked up shit and all that stuff i get it 
but i don't think that's why you was tripping out at first because you was just like Mm-mm, nope party for some period this terrible was i think you're a period folk karen and i think you need to come clean i think you need to undo that programming man it's not healthy <laughs> it's, not healthy. it's <laughs> not healthy man it's just a period man everybody you know a lot of a lot of women get one I know this. all right well it seemed like every time some topic come up on the show about it we i gotta it's like it's gonna be <laughs> the fucking world war three man i'm just saying it's just a period i don't know what's wrong it's like if a, a boy had a fucking it's not the exact same with a boy had a wet dream or something it's like okay you're producing semen now or whatever it's you know we have bar mitzvahs we have you know i think um i don't know i don't i don't think it's so, so bad i think especially having a positive attitude and your child taking leadership from that i agree i mean i, I think it's kind of cool man um maybe people should think about that we have no real american tradition designed around that i know different oh, cultures do jewish people do uh mexican people do with the, like the quinceanera um but i don't know i think a lot of people learn from a very young age that a woman's body is dirty period is dirty um period makes you uh unattractive men think it's gross and everything needs to be for men and shit like that and i think we we will go a long way to undo that and part of that is having a positive attitude about the change it's just a change you're going through and i completely 100 percent understand that every parent is different and every child is different right we only talking about this one kid right 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 for this right, right 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 but as somebody who has had periods myself i know i wouldn't i personally would not have wanted a fucking party for me i mm-hmm. wouldn't have wanted a party because it's embarrassing you, you're going through a lot like i said every child is different like let's say her child would have responded negatively negatively to this mm-hmm. you know like i said you put it on social media and everything like that which is fine if it, i i do think that there needs i agree i do think that there needs to be more positivity around this life change um but uh like i said that's something that i personally would not have wanted i mean i think it's definitely not for every kid i mean that's you know i think that almost goes without saying but i don't know uh i think maybe the surprise element of it might make people uncomfortable right but see even with a surprise you have to look at the fact that that's her kid so she knows that kid for 12 years so she might know that my daughter would be okay with a surprise party and support and the family and all that shit that we wouldn't know she also couldn't have known that the cousin was gonna take pictures and post it on social media and go viral you know then that might be on her as well you know because a lot of times people don't think about that parents don't think about that and all that shit but um as far as just like a general idea i mean she like you said it's her kid she know you know uh if she would have had a negative reaction to it i mean that's another thing to consider but like a lot of these parents they talk about this stuff before it happens they talk about to their kid about it before it happens they get their attitude they gauge it before it happens i mean i could see like how that could be okay for that child because that mother maybe has been talking to her since she was you know before just a child being a small kid like hey 
this is a celebration this is a negative thing this is trying to undo that kind of programming that this has to be a bad experience right which is which is a good thing i do agree that excuse me that she might actually have a relationship with her daughter where she knows her daughter is gonna have a problem with it. it's gonna be a happy moment uh a lot of people don't even talk to their daughters about it i mean how many people when you listen to people's first period story most of the time it's i thought i was dying i thought i was sick i went in there and that just tells you how fucked up we are as a society we don't even talk to our kids about it so you have a mom that not only has obviously talked to her daughter about it but you have a a mom who's like i want to make it a positive experience i want to reinforce some positivity on what you're going through rather than you know the negative rather than you know the worry and and stuff like it seemed like it came from a good place to me i mean yeah, it's, it's very white obviously yes it which is why it's in white people news it's very white but i don't know that it's so i don't know i don't know but at the same time i'm a man i don't know you know what i mean i didn't have a period so uh to me i don't have the life experience to say like well you should be scared or you should feel like nobody should know when you have your period i don't know you know i just i it just seems like the effect even as adults people still feel like period ugh, nasty you're gross you know something like something's wrong with you like religiously their shit you know a woman need to be in the tent for seven days she have a period with a ran is around and shit like that to the a woman can't run how you gonna run the country what if you have your period you ain't gonna be able to do your job it just seemed like we started at such a young age and then when i eat these fools now i'll be like when did this start and i think oh when we were kids and when a boy starts fucking getting erections we don't make him feel horrible about it you know now maybe this is overkill to try to make her feel positive about it with a party because obviously they're not gonna have cake and ice cream and friends over every month but you know i can see how you would want her to feel like it wasn't the a, a bad thing or the end of the world and maybe right. maybe she overcompensated but i don't know it it just to me it's like there's different ways to raise kids and that seemed like a a unique kind of cool thing to do if you know that your daughter is amenable to it right now I, I do agree that it's very positive i do agree that it's a different take on it I do agree that it will help her daughter not feel shameful and bad about her body. Right. Um, so, so I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, how can I say this? I guess for me, I'm like, why are you throwing a party for a period? In my mind, like, 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 that's something that I would have never thought about or even considered. Yeah, that's why I say it's the programming. Cause we're rejecting it cause it's changed and it's different. It's not even a rejection of like, put it this way. If you go down the checklist, is it bad to have a period when you're a girl? No. Is, is it, should you be bad? Okay. Um, should, should you have, should you not tell people? Should you not have, uh, should no one know? Should your parents not know? Should, is it a private thing? You know what I mean? Like only it's between just you and your body. No one else knows you have a period. Maybe that's how people feel, but in in general terms it's not how it ever really goes because your parents have to buy you the tampons and the the stuff because just because the way society set up you're still a kid you're normally under someone's roof when you get your period and that person is responsible for protecting you and buying you the stuff and educating you right um 
I just, you know, does it make you dirty? Does it make you sexually promiscuous, quote unquote? Or it's like all these things that I think people associate with getting a period that just seems so fucking unhealthy to keep associating. And they heap on essentially girls, like young girls. We don't necessarily heap the shame on young boys the same way, right? True. So it's almost like, like I said, this could be an overcompensation. I completely understand that. But it's almost like she's trying to say it don't have to be a bad thing. And all the women in this room had their periods. And maybe it's a way for us all to kind of celebrate the womanhood of, and togetherness of, like, family. Like, we support you. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Look at your aunts. They had periods. Look at your cousin. She had her period. Like, we're all in here together. This is womanhood. You're just becoming one of us. You love us. We love you welcome to the fold you know kind of a coming of age thing that now i think for a a lot of children that would be appropriate yeah but i Uh, think a bar and a bat mitzvah are the same things but we just because we do it at a certain age we're not looking at it as across it's not a significant signifying point right we're saying like at 13 you have a party but what else happens around 13 right like we're celebrating your transition into adulthood that's essentially what we're doing right but but it's not as bad because we're not signifying it with anything we're just saying hey 13 play some music dance it's essentially a party saying hey welcome to this new awkward phase of your life where you're turning into an adult it's just this one signifies specifically by a period for this one child i don't i don't think it's that bad I hope that uh, this tradition that she started uh, helps her daughter view things differently. But like I said, just me and my mind and just reflecting back on my childhood, I wouldn't have wanted one. You Um, don't have the kind of mama that would have made this cool. Right. So that's why you don't want one, though. It's not the same. Like, say, if my mom would have celebrated something like that, that's different. You would look forward to that because it's like, oh, cool, supportive woman not hypercritical of me doesn't make me feel bad about my body not hyper religious not shaming me not slut shaming me that's a completely different experience that's why i'm trying to explain it in 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 general this is 12 years she's known this girl 12 years this girl came out of her this isn't a stranger coming into your house talking about surprise you got your period (laughs) you know what i mean like she she knows her daughter you know what i mean like i guarantee you this wasn't a first discussion like mom Mm -hmm. i got my period am i gonna die and then her being like (laughs) surprise here's a cake you know what i mean like like i'm sure she was trying to make it a positive thing right sadly it's our business now because on the internet and the mom didn't put it on the internet so it doesn't sound like she did this as a public display of like internet come into my house look at my daughter she just got a period but her cousin did you know because all these kids on the internet now but to me it seemed like a positive thing but yes it's not for every not every relationship can handle it not every mother can handle it not every daughter can handle it i'm not trying to say everyone should do this i just don't think it's the end of the world that this one mom did it and it seemed kind of cool between her and her mom you know and that relationship a lot of people would envy being able to go back and have that kind of relationship with their parents where you could do something like this you know that's how i see it anyway now that part i do um 
agree with. All right. Um, I do think that it doesn't review it in a more positive light. I think uh, for a lot of older people in my age range and even older, if it would have been an inclusion thing and an acceptance thing and, you know, and I think, too, it's one of those things where as a parent, if you're comfortable with your body and your sexuality, it's easier for you to have these conversations with your children than when you're not. You know, a lot of parents are fucked up. Right. You know, I don't know, man. It could be a major thing. I know we're getting hung up on this one thing, but I don't mind talking about it. I think it could be a major thing. You know, it would be nice if society found a way to revolutionize the way we feel about women's bodies. Right. And part of that shit goes all the way back to when you're a girl and you're, and, and people are already coming down on your body and shaming you and people are making you feel bad and like your period is a secretive shameful thing that is happening to you and it's already going to be awkward because you're a teenager for most of us that are going through that awkward time you're you know what i mean not period but just that right. awkward transition of teenagers is already awkward it's already fucked up um and then we had a body shame on top of it you know um and like i said for boys it's not as shameful it's you know like sure there's some oh you might get an erection walking from the bus or something you know like i'm not trying to make demean that shit but 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 for us it's almost like you can laugh it off like it's funny oh you're jacking off haha man i jack my dick 12 times a day ha like you can say that a girl can't say that Mm -hmm. a girl you know what i mean like uh you can't talk about um you know like it's it's wrong for a girl to say uh she kissed some dude or something it's like well you're a whore you're a slut like it's i think a lot of this shit just happens at an early age and then the rest of us go through life thinking all that shit is what normal that should be normal and it and it i think it taints us against shit like this where it's like oh why would you do that it's like well wait why i mean technically why is this even fucking news correct but this is news because this is revolutionary yes it is it's revolutionary to tell your daughter like yo i support you i love you it's this you don't need to be sad matter of fact let's celebrate let's have some cake some pizza let's have a family over girl you one of us now you a woman now you you trans like it's gonna be okay because she said her daughter was worried about it why why was she worried about it you know what i mean correct because society tells you to be fucking worried about it you know and there's so much that comes along with the you know the responsibility for a girl being able to reproduce there's so many pitfalls there's so much fucking negative shit that comes with it there's you know if you do start having sexual desires you're bad you're wrong like there's so much shit and there's so many parents that put that guilt trip and that head trip on these girls yes from from jump you know like that they don't do with boys like mm-hmm. when you're a boy it's all uh, you are you getting some you trying to know what you're trying you a player now you trying to you have to get out there and get something but when you're a girl it's like close your legs get down there but put on some pants boy girl you better stay in this house like it's totally different and i think it's because you know it starts early man so i don't know it seemed like it wouldn't be that bad to me but i say all that through this lens of i'm a dude i don't know what that experience is really like i didn't you know what i mean i didn't have to go through this maybe there's a reason beyond just emotionality that people feel that this is a violation or some kind you know i don't know but anyway yeah i don't feel like it's a violation as long as they are in agreement and stuff like that i don't have a problem with this all right because all right cool i'm just leave it at that then uh <laughs> ah, that's not how i initially felt i ain't gonna lie you know what that's all right though i mean it's 
i mean i think you you get a little uptight about the period thing but i think <laughs> just now when i was talking to you i was thinking about like your childhood and the the people you had in your life at that time right. i can see why tr- it would be more traumatic to you to even risk think about so right. you know that's a lot of shit to to anytime it's gonna come up that's that's gonna come up too you're gonna be like okay well this is how they treated me at this time so i would not want anybody to see this you know Mm-mm. but you know hopefully people are changing man and hopefully there's we get less people like that because it's already awkward as fuck right you know what it's i mean it's awkward. already awkward as fuck awkward and it's strange and now all of a sudden you got all of these new rules and regulations you know all of a sudden it's wear dark clothes should i wear pants a tampon right you know well you know my my underwear you know you have period panties you know how often should i change and that's kind of funny even adults you have accidents you know what 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 happened we make jokes about it like oh white pants on the mm, look at this picture like people do that shit all the time right it's fucked up and it reinforces we should women should be ashamed of their bodies like you should be ashamed it's like a walking fucking countdown of this thing is gonna happen to you every month and then if you get in an argument at that time it's because you was too emotional no man can be wrong for these three days we got relationship immunity for <laughs> coming to the house hey bitch what's for dinner boy i'll cut you in your chest must be on your period like it's always like an out you know so i can understand how society shames people out of embracing it because you know it's during this time we get to consider you weaker than less than um uh, less rational we man you know what i mean there's so many things that come along with it nasty and i don't want to have sex how, how many men i don't want to have sex with nobody on their period like we we get to do all this shit to women for that rest of their fucking adult lives wow. it's and shit even passed like hillary clinton ain't having no period and people still was like can't put a woman in the white house you're right bitch should have been through menopause what are we, are we talking right. about right shit just starts early and i think this one mom is trying to hedge it off maybe it works maybe it doesn't but she just want her I, in my opinion she probably love her daughter and don't want her daughter dealing with that stigma for right. her whole fucking life right and she if it starts with a party and some friends coming over and some pizza if that's all it costs then fuck it man period parties for everybody <laughs> give kids boner parties like come on man like <laughs> our, our society <laughs> is so puritanical and fucked up we gotta have slut walks because of shit like this right you know what i mean like it, that's that's my feeling on it you know layla's gonna be going through that shit soon like yes, she will. you know like you can't avoid it you gotta embrace it man and, and it's okay you know like people need to be in your corner and not try to shame you and make you feel so bad about it you know because you can't help it like your body's gonna go through this either way ain't that so true. guilt tripping your ass ain't helping anyway so no it i wish not. i wish more people were supportive true. but like i said we're all kind of fucked up in our own ways and yes got our hang up so i don't know if that's even a realistic idea but it would be nice if people were more supportive you know um anyway i think it came from a good place we'll see i agree i agree um man i don't have time for more white people news if we do guess the race so we can either finish on white people news or do guess the race now what do you want to do we can say we had white people news all right we keep doing some more white people news Mm -hmm. all right the rest is white people news brought to you by bevel i mean wait not bevel we good today yeah i already did all the ads (laughs) all right let's just keep going the selena gomez thing is 
eating up y'all oh, i'm glad i did stay in this category then mm-hmm. bella hadid called her ex the weekend to tell him his new girlfriend selena gomez was using him and that this was her pattern with men oh shit now bella hadid has called up her ex the weekend i wonder if in her in her uh-huh. You think in her call idea come up the weekend? It, it would in mine. <laughs> uh, maybe she got her in there like uh, how uh, Erica had Scrappy as Lil Daryl. She just got him in there Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> and according to a new report, U.S. Uh, Weekly. She got him in there as Oceanfront Waves. <laughs> Lil Ocean. Yeah, I know he got his haircut, but yeah. And according to a new uh i was thinking about they got that new show uh young the young pope and i was like the young pope sound like a nigga that's on Lil yachty album like Who's a feature it's a show on hbo according to a new report uh us weekly she warned the 26 year old i can't feel my face hit maker about his new girlfriend selena gomez this comes after several outlets insisted the sister Gigi hadia is pissed and at the, the same old love crooner is with her ex uh, even though the brunette ladies are not the closest of friends a source close to bella told the magazine bella has reached out to abel a few times and told him selena is using him he thinks she's just jealous according to a source selena in the weekend started hanging out in november when the singer completed a rehab stint for depression they started hanging out as friends it became romantic they're working on the very sexy music so it spilled over a friend of gomez explained when the photos of the fresh couple appeared in january bella immediately unfollowed selena on instagram mm. when she then posted a bunch of photos that seemed to be making it clear exactly what she thought of the relationship including one of her flashing the middle finger now according to a source close to bella she is trying to warn her ex of selena's pattern bella has apparently taken note of selena's history with men she's collaborated with in the magazine notes how long they have lasted selena had a short-term romance with zed january 2015 while the two recorded the hit i want you to know mm. uh in 2016 she hooked up with charlie puth reportedly while the two of them recorded their compilation and bella is not the only one who thinks so selena's ex justin bieber 22 reportedly believes this well time fling is all a ruse to promote their new music together it's weird when they suspect that and they're in that industry it makes me think maybe they know something hey like how many of these relationships you don't have justin selena's uh mm-hmm, the sorry hit maker who dated selena on and off between 2011 and 2015 has dismissed the relationship as tactical on the brunette's part according to tmz it said what that justin believes this is all cookie cutter stuff for her as he agrees with bella and says it has happened before mm. Uh, the Victoria's Secret angel hasn't exactly handed, handled the new re- uh, romance well. The model only split with the R&B star in November, so it's gotta hurt that he has moved on so quickly. The couple had been dating for two years before that split. They were reunited briefly at the Victoria's Secret fashion show in Paris at the end of November where Bella walked the runway and the weekend performed live. Damn, he was singing right next to her. She walked too. Oh well. Um, so yeah, that's the update. She was hating. That seems like some pretty haterific stuff. I mean, just move on, Bella. Like, if, if it's all bullshit and he was Selena, then, you know, she got your man for now. It'll be all right. Yeah. And she did move on, Karen. She showed everybody uh, t- a t- tour of her humble apartment. Mm, not humble. Mm-hmm. From the bathroom to the exposed brick, the 20-year-old model shows off her spacious Manhattan digs in an intimate new video. 
oh shit now now it's in manhattan i doubt it's that humble uh though her sister Gigi has offered fans quite a few peeks inside her manhattan apartment bella hadid has kept her nyc digs mostly private until now the star took the w magazine around uh took w magazine around on a short tour of her east village home where she likes to unwind after a long day of work she showed off her favorite piece of furniture her bathroom along with an extensive collection of bath toys the kitchen she uses to order in pizza for dinner uh yes a whole video show herself playing jenga um and everything so there you guys go Mm. so did they show the phone what she called the weekend from and (laughs) (laughs) and uh just to give you the full because you guys i know you guys want the floor come on that's why we here selena picked up takeaway before claiming her bow the weekend was worn by ex bella hadid that gomez is using him so she went out for dinner by herself and picked up some takeaway some takeout mm. yeah big news she went to the boneyard bistro i bet i bet she's been taking the weekend to the boneyard i bet bella don't like that the 24 year old was carrying <laughs> a large white plastic bag possibly containing some takeaway food alongside her black purse for her evening out the come and get it singer cut a retro chic figure having slipped into a pair of orange trousers with flared hems oh shit now i like the flared brown and pale pink patterns were splattered across her top which clashed elegantly against her long black coat according to a friday report from us weekly the weekend's ex bella hadid warned the 26 year old i can't feel my face hit maker about his new girlfriend gomez this comes after several outlets and sister sister Gigi hadid is pissed oh wait this is just copy and paste from the other article anyway um now you're up to date on that love triangle okay guys come back just come back weekend we don't need to do this Uh i wanted a prince to rescue me but i feel better that i did it myself a single woman who struggled to find love quit her six-figure job and bought a farm to raise goats for a living oh sound like she the goat (laughs) yes she figured out leaving men behind was the answer she started that farming game i've been playing (laughs) uh a woman who once uh owned a public relations firm with a six-figure salary has revealed how she quit moved to the country and opened a goat farm an interview with cosmopolitan.com julianne jake kaiser 43 Reveal how she went from making six figures in Tampa, wearing designer clothes and partying away the weekends, to selling milk and cheese with her own goat farm in rural Mississippi. And my favorite thing is, you know, this is next to the next web page of Cosmopolitan that was like, 12 things to do to get a man. Come on. A pole. <laughs> are you, are you sucking your man's dick enough? Take this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and also this woman found happiness by leaving men behind. Next page. Uh, <laughs> Jake is the owner of Daffodil Hill Farm in Oxford, which not only features goats, many alpine dairy goats with names like Valentino and Chloe, but it's also home to chickens, geese, and various other farm creatures. Uh, back in 2012, Jake realized that her successful business wasn't giving her the meaningful existence she craved she also went through persistent heartbreak in her personal life from a divorce in her late 20s to multiple miscarriages and devastating relationship collapses in her 30s all in all she was left in need of a big change she gonna get a movie 
I want <laughs> what they gonna call it. <laughs> what they gonna call this movie? I can't wait to see what they gonna call this movie. Um, uh, money can't buy me love. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just spitballing here on the top of my head, guys. I don't know. Um, uh, I wanted her prince. I wanted that prince to come along, rescue me for everything. But I feel better that I did it my fucking self. She said. Mm so shocked well with that mouth no wonder you couldn't find her no i'm just kidding so shocking uh those close to her she made a bold move and now claims she found power in her self-reliance it's a journey she's been documenting on her blog gucci the ghost oh that's gonna be the name of the the movie from gucci the goats and you know it's gonna end with her finding a man anyway they're gonna hire uh chris evans or liam his work to be like a farmer whose truck breaks down on her they, they gonna I, i'm i'm spitballing but i'm coming up with a with a script in my head um <laughs> if the power goes out in the winter i know how to build a fire from scratch she said if my well has an issue i can go to the pond break up some ice heat it up in my fireplace and feed the animals i got milk from the goats and eggs from the chickens the idea began with a longing for a more rural laid-back life having grown up in mississippi she had just been to visit her father and stepmother when their farm went up for sale for $150,000 in Oxford. In just seven weeks, she upped and left her old life in Tampa and began collecting her menagerie. Um, she, among her animals is goats, uh, geese, several chickens, bear names like Prada, Dior, and Fendi. Oh, she gonna get a movie and a book. She still works parts of her previous job in a remote role as just a third of her former salary the rest of her income comes from selling cheese and milk at local markets oh man sandra bullock cannot wait to play this woman oh you know she's <laughs> sandra bullock about to get the, all the oscars you know she is oh man them her favorite type of rose mm-hmm mm-hmm uh although she struggles with any sort of dating life in such a small town yeah tinder can't be too kind jake told the public oh she goes by the name jake she's so ready for hollywood told her told the publication that she is confident about her next next romance because she has more to offer an individual oh no 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 this just went all the way back to and i still need to find a man jake is one of several other women who have made similar changes and they name a couple other ones um um another woman did it and called uh her special she does a thing where she rescues goats and her doc her thing is called goats of anarchy on instagram all right guys Ah! we'll be back uh saturday with your feedback thank you so much for listening to the show we appreciate y'all um everybody go out throw some surprise period parties this weekend let's get these little girls confident Ah, ah. we can do it guys we can make them believe uh uh till saturday i love you i love you too